Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages. Welcome to the most awesome talk show in the universe. You've reached the First Amendment podcast, the First Amendment talk show made by the people for the people. Uh, today, we are going to talk about a very, very, very important topic that affects pretty much all of us without even knowing. The question is, when there's a war, who's the bad guy? Who's the good guy? Obviously, if you look look it up and watch CNN, if you watch MSNBC, if you watch any news news outlet or any read any type of newspaper, you'll read certain titles, you'll read certain stories, but is that the truth? Now, we believe it's the truth because we're comfortable with people telling us what's right and what's wrong. But the question is, is it the truth? The only way to find out is to question it, question everything you believe in, question everything you've ever thought, and maybe you will, you will be a lot closer to the truth than you know. To talk about this this uh, this topic today, we have my buddy Strider. Strider, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's a real honor so, to be back. Awesome, Strider. It's it's an honor for you uh, to be here to talk about these important um, topics because I mean we're we're watching people in Ukraine dying, and I'm not talking about you know losing their phone and crying and going into depression, right? Their iPhone <laughs> literally getting blown up. Right. Now out here we're comfortable, right? We we don't care until the war gets to us. But here's the thing, here's my question. How long is it going to be until war comes to us? Because obviously I'm seeing a lot of red flags that I need to question maybe even a little bit more than I have lately. And I'm seeing people take credit like, you know, Joe Biden for things that he hasn't done. Meanwhile, People in Ukraine, uh, children, women, the elderly, they're literally getting blown up. So who, who, who is the real bad guy here, Strider? Is it Putin or is it an agenda? Man, that's a super loaded question. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think, I think we live in an age right now, um, you know, we, we talked about it last time. I, I like to call like our generation the Google generation because um, I say that I used to work with this guy. Uh, it was pretty funny. I This was when like Google was kind of new at the time and people would ask him questions. And I remember when I used to work with him, he would turn around and just like look up the answer really quick and be like, okay, there's your answer. But, you know, like anything in life, life's complicated. You know, and the answer to a lot of these things are really complex um, to us, like sitting where we sit. Right. It just looks like and the way that we're seeing these things called in the news and stuff. Right. It's, it's being shown that uh, basically like it's just a form of aggression from Russia. They just without any reason or rhyme, you know, invaded Ukraine and they've started war with them. But I think it's really naive to think that there isn't some kind of reason or some history behind it. And there's a lot of moving pieces on a chessboard. And I think it's, it's really complex. You know, on one hand you have Russia um, and, you know, this could be like a three hour talk in and of itself, but on, on one hand you have Russia who has been doing this for a while, right? Like ever since the fall of the Soviet Union, they've kind of had ambitions to bring the, the union back especially with Putin in power, who's former KGB guy, who's uh, who's always been all about like 
bringing Russia back to its its former glory. But you know, been uh, building up the last twenty years or so, and at the same time, you know, they've invaded Georgia, the country of Georgia. They've invaded, um, what was it, uh, Chechnya? Uh, they've invaded Crimea, and now Ukraine. These are all places that border their own borders. Um, and each one of them has been uh, dirty. They've been nasty wars. And uh, a lot of people have died. This is just another in a long line of things that Russia has, do- has been doing. But this is unique, right? This is probably the most unique of all of these because it's the first one that's being called uh, almost something that we should be getting involved in. In the middle of two years of just absolute pandemonium, right? Besides COVID, besides the craziness with, you know, defunding the police, besides political games that have involved everyone and all these other things. Now they're pushing this Russia narrative that we should be involved somehow, but it always makes you wonder why, right? And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that it's really complex. You know, this administration right now, uh, the president and his son and a few other folks, they've been implicated directly with being involved in laundering money through Ukraine. Um, Ukraine has had a lot of problems with corruption over the years. Part of the reason NATO has not wanted to bring them into the fold. Um, and there's all these other things playing out at the same time, right? Energy, right? Like the resources that have that belong there in, in uh, Ukraine and, and other places. It's you're seeing a lot of strange things happen. You know, like, I think one thing people don't understand is that a lot of the troops that Russia had amassed on the border of Ukraine, they amassed in places like Belarus, who it's not Russia, but it's pretty much a Russian puppet state. So this was coordinated and it's been coordinated for a while. And so it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But um you know, I can already see it. You and I have seen it before, right? We saw it during the Iraq and Afghanistan wars that um, you have a lot of people calling for it and a lot of people who profited pretty mightily in the past. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens, but it's, it's nasty. I think regardless of whatever happens, um, it's really unfortunate that, you know, there's people literally dying in the streets right now because of this. And, um, right. you know, I think... I think this is something that gets lost on it, right? Like it's it's one thing to say, like to see it from afar, but until you see like, you know, the actual impact of it, it's it's unfortunate. You know, I was seeing video the other day from uh, some rocket attack that happened in in Kiev, and they were filming some lady, some old lady who her feet were blown off, and you know, it was an old lady who like probably just trying to go to the market or something, and you know, there you go. And it's the sad reality that regardless of all the craziness stuff that we've talked about on on the past, um, this is reality for some people. And I really hope that, um, I I personally hope this thing is over before it starts. But as it is, you know, they had talks yesterday. Russia and Ukraine met on the border of Belarus and it didn't lead to nothing. And now Russia's got a a convoy headed towards the capital. Um, It's going to be nasty. And um, I don't know what's going to happen, but you see a lot of people chomping at the bit to get involved now. And uh, like always, that that makes me a little worried. 
Right. No, I hear you. I've actually had a, a lot of people. I've I've spoken to um, a lot of people, and I think the majority um, the majority would agree. Like me, I, I'm I usually stay neutral. I, I wait patiently, and I see what happens, and I learn. Right. I don't jump to conclusions. Um, however, I like talking to people who actually think either or. Um, and most of them, uh, more than fifty percent of the people I've talked to, um, they see red flags. You know, they see like you like you brought up the that Afghanistan war, um, maybe even going as back as World War II, maybe even you know even 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 uh, even further. But there's things that don't add up. You know, there's things that really really don't add up. Like one of one of the uh, individuals that I spoke to actually brought up the fact that right now um america just like they did with covid they want to fill people's minds with a certain with a certain with certain ideas right because when covid was go- was going around basically um the terrorists like they would say uh were the trump supporters and the unvaccinated and the parents um which i mean those are red flags in themselves but with with this whole ukraine thing they they the narrative is and and I, I would agree. I mean, obviously, if Putin is is attacking civilians, I would agree that he is a um, a psychopath. I mean, you just don't do that. You know what I mean? But I think this is an opportunity for the elite not only to escape um, certain things that people are finding out. Uh, one of them may be COVID. Uh, people are getting relaxed. People are are taking off their masks, and people are starting, um, you know, protest against mandates. Maybe um, my fellow my fellow humans were right when they brought that up. And I may agree with that in the future. Um, but also the fact that they're attacking something, someone, because they want something from them. You know what I mean? And that's what they brought it up to me. It's not, um, um, it doesn't come straight for me um exactly but there's a lot of people who think that you know there's a lot of people who think that um and they told me that they might want something and attacking russia when russia is attacking ukraine and making russia look like the bad guy may be a reason why you got to remember these folks uh um these folks they they day and night they don't sleep they think of the next step like life is a a board of chess or a a game of chess, right? Um, that is their job. While you and I are, you know, sleeping, watching the movie, you know, hanging out with our significant other, playing video games, eating, they're thinking of the next step. So that's why I always say question, you know, question things. I'm not saying doubt your beliefs or, de- or doubt what you believe in, but I notice that when you believe in something that hard, you're blinded, you know, you're blinded from what may be true. So um, for all the folks out there, you know, just chime in and let us know what you think about all this mess. I know most people, you know, most of the world is saying um, stop the war with Ukraine and Russia. But I don't think it's that simple. Um, We all know, like Strider said, when the rich wage war, the poor who died. And that's a quote from Mike Shadona. uh, But it's 100 percent true. You know, I don't think I agree with Strider. I don't think. uh, I don't think it's going to end anytime soon. Just like I told people about COVID, how it wasn't going to end with one shot back in 2020. Um, I, I just, I just don't think that when the elites have this opportunity to take a hold of something, they'll let it go that easily. It just doesn't happen that way. 
if you guys out there agree with me or disagree with me, go ahead and chime in. Uh, look us up on Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor. Um, go down to the description all the way down. Scroll down. Click on those awesome links, and you can find us there. Also, Facebook at First Amendment Talk Show. Um, and you'll find us there. You can leave us a message. But, uh, but yes, Ryder, I mean, I, I, I usually don't jump to conclusions. Um, I do have my beliefs, of course. You know me personally so you know that i actually uh i'm actually pretty uh pretty lenient towards towards one thing and another but i'm not 100 ever 100 percent because you just never know you know um however i do question things a lot because that's what i do you know me i question things and i encourage everyone to question things because that's how you get to the truth um so let me ask you this strider and everyone out there let me ask you all this question um do you believe that one of the reasons that certain parties took this opportunity to create, maybe not create, but exploit a villain was uh, a part of it was because people are waking up to the disaster that was 2020 and 2020. Because you got to remember 2020 and 2021, if you didn't get vaccinated, you were going to die. If you weren't you know, about BLM, you're a hundred percent racist, no matter what, right? Um, defunding the police—that wasn't even logical to me, but it happened, right? I never thought, you know, that would happen, taking away, you know, the defenses of the cities and the states, but it happened. So, do you think people are waking up, and this is why it's—it uh, gives whoever is exploiting these villains and exploiting these people actually, literally, getting blown up and dying. Do you think it's a good opportunity and they took it as an opportunity for them to pretty much switch everyone's head towards Ukraine instead of COVID and how much of a mess it may have been? Uh, yeah. You know, to, to put it mildly, I think it's interesting, right? Um, at the time we're recording this, um, things have changed drastically. The, the narrative has changed drastically in the last week or so. Um, especially within the last month, um, you know, about a month ago, you had a couple things happening, right? You had uh, Canada going absolutely insane, right? With the truckers that are, you know, pushing to end the uh, the forced mandates for vaccination. And um, you had a lot of changes happen there. You have had um, just all kinds of craziness going on around the world. But almost in an instant, especially when the truckers uh, in Canada started their uh, march towards, you know, the capital, which is something that's going on here right now, by the way. Uh, there's a convoy headed towards uh, D.C. But this movement was being pushed around the world. So you started seeing people, I think, waking up to the fact that, hey, man, like this thing that you guys have been saying over and over again is really bad. Um, and I've been saying this since the beginning, like, when does it end? Like, at what point do we say this thing is done? Because by the metrics that they've put, that all of these agencies and governments have put in place, they, they it's almost impossible for this thing to be over. You know, I'll, I'll give an example. The, um, the former head of the CDC, and I think he's, he was the head of Moderna for a while or something. Can't remember the guy's name. Anyways, they they were doing an interview with him on, I think it was ABC, and they were asking him about, um, you know, 
basically like the rules that came out for COVID. And he, he let the, the beans spill. And this is what's been interesting about this is that the truth has been coming out from time to time. But I think you have a lot of folks that are so blinded and so afraid that they've kind of discarded it. But he said that they were talking about that six foot rule, you know, the six foot rule between like, that's the your social distancing number, right? Right. It was arbitrary. He said that they made it up. He said, basically, like, they actually wanted to do 10 feet because they knew that aerosols spread within a pretty good radius around a person. They've known this for a long time. It's, you know, we've been doing a lot of biological research and stuff for a long time. And there's there's data all over the place about it. But we've known that aerosols spread pretty pretty easily. So they actually wanted to do 10 feet. But then they stopped because they realized that if you did 10 feet social distancing, people wouldn't even be able to walk past each other in a supermarket. Like it wouldn't make any sense. Basically, like you couldn't do anything because that footage is so big. So they went down to six feet. But he said, basically, it was arbitrary. They made it up. And these are the things that have been coming out since then. Dr. Fauci, a man who I vehemently hate, you know, <laughs> who has been <laughs> yeah. basically wrong about everything and is the highest paid federal employee in the United States. Um, he was asked one time during an interview, you know, he said that basically there were times when they made up a lot of these rules because they had to make a judgment call. They didn't know, so they just made a judgment call. This has been going on for you know years now at this point. And I think when you have data coming out, like what just dropped yesterday, you had a report come out saying that the Pfizer vaccine for children between 5 and 11, it basically didn't do anything. Like it's better, it didn't even matter if you had it or not. And you have people clutching their pearls right now that are just like, wait a second, this keeps coming out over and over that like, Everything that they said that we needed to do didn't work, right? The lockdowns didn't work. The forced business closures didn't work. The masking didn't work. The vaccines now didn't work. I mean, over and over and over, all these things they said that had to happen, it just, it's going away. You know, New Zealand had some of the strictest lockdown measures in the entire world. In fact, they shut down almost completely and they were proud of it. People were praising their, their their tunes on the news, you know. Oh, New Zealand, that's the model, right? They have such low case rates. Even with all that, case rates right now in New Zealand are the highest they've ever been. They have almost complete vaccination. They've had almost complete lockdown since the beginning. And it didn't do jack. So I think people are starting to see it, you know. There was a skit on SNL this past weekend that talked about this. And it was basically like, four couples sitting around a table talking about how like one of them read an article on how the vaccines didn't work and it's them just like all uncomfortable having to talk about it and how they had questions about like this whole thing and it's like wait a second if even snl is questioning this thing then like you got a problem but remember a month ago they were telling people that were unvaccinated you know you had dr liana win the medical analyst for cnn saying that people should be locked up in camps just because they didn't get the vaccine. You had people losing their jobs. New York just announced this past weekend that they're going to completely open, right? But those people that were fired for not getting the vaccine, those federal employees, are not getting their jobs back, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, what, what about what all, it? What about Ky all Kyrie? the big right? Oh, yeah. 
all those businesses that were forced closed, right? They're they're not lost. Open. Oh, they're done. I'm sure you mm-hmm. could walk through any, you know, downtown in America and see with your own eyes all the businesses that were forced to be shut down. A lot of bars, restaurants are gone, you know, places where people love to go. And then the owners themselves, the employees that they had, lives are ruined, right? Because we took extreme measures for something that, you know, when we knew that the data wasn't showing that it was working, they doubled down on it. They tripled down on it. And now you have people that have just completely lost their crap. And now all of a sudden, right, at the snap of a finger within the last week, nearly every L.A. just announced that this Friday they're dropping their indoor mask mandates. They've had the harshest lockdown measures in the entire country, more than New York. And just like that, dude, at the snap of a finger, what changed? This shows you, man, that like this has been the most political virus in world history. And you know how I know this is crap? The president today, right, had his his uh, State of the Union address. What was one thing he said? He was saying that, like, yeah, we're going to start opening up and we need to the people are all clapping and going crazy. And it's like, wait a second, wait, wait a second. You guys wanted this to be shut down to, to the end of time, basically. But now that it's politically inconvenient, you guys want to change this thing. And, you know, one thing he said, which I want everyone to pay attention to. One thing he said is that, you know, we don't know if there'll be more variants in the future and uh, we'll have to always be ready. It's like, I want you to understand, they pulled this crap again once, right? Last June, we actually lost all our mandates here in California. And then what happened? They said, wait till the fall. And they did this thing again, man. At the Now they know that they can pull this crap and they're going to do it again and again until we just say no. So I want people to understand, like, whether you agree with all this stuff or not, like, I think the one thing that we need to understand that I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you shouldn't go ahead and wear nine masks if you want, you know, a pair of two pairs of pants, three pairs of socks and two condoms. Like, if you want to go ahead, you know, (laughs) everyone's an adult. Everyone can live, can have their own bodily autonomy. But when you start saying that people literally are going to have their lives destroyed for making a decision that they don't agree with, then we got problems. And here we are now. But I, I just say like, isn't it crazy that at the snap of a finger, all this thing has changed overnight, literally within the last week. Where's the science, man? Like Fauci and all these people like have just faded off into the, the ether. You know, I think people really need to be held accountable for this. You know, oh, yeah. all these people need to be put on trial because they knew that they were wrong. The data was always out there, but they didn't want anyone to believe it. They're like, oh, well, you know, we need more trials and this and that. You know, get out of here, dude. Yeah. And see, that's why I always tell people, I mean, one of the most important things we can do. I mean, not for me, because, you know, me, Strider, I question things. But for the good of, you know, each person, I mean, to question things is to to know things and to know things basically gives you a, a purpose, right? You, you start believing things, you start believing in things, you start doing more with your life. So for all you folks out there, man, question, uh, what Strider is saying, I mean, that, that could be true. I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree with them. Um, you guys got to think about it. And for all you people out there who, who have, who had jobs that you loved, right. Who, uh, who had businesses. I mean, I can only imagine how much sweat and blood and, 
and, and, and struggle, you know, you, you, it took for all you business owners to create that business for what? So, so people like Jeff Bezos can go up to space and come back down or so he can create a mega yacht that he needs to take out of a, a certain port and needs to destroy their historic monuments. Is that why we masked up double, triple, quadruple? Is that why we vaccinated three, four, ten times? I don't know what, what vaccine we're on right now. It kind of seems like these people creating the vaccine are on a race with Apple, right, Strider? Like, like they want to see who can create more versions of, of either the Apple phone or the, or the vaccine. Like to see how many more vaccinations you can like pump into people. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy. Now we're going to booster shots. And, and like Strider said, all of a sudden, cold turkey, we're just going to open everything up. You know, I thought Omicron was killing everyone. So I don't understand where that idea went. Well, they, I really in, don't. Or, in order to sell fear, right? And fear, fear is probably the biggest motivating factor of, uh, you know, if you really want to push an agenda, you make people afraid. Right, you got to sell something. Um, that's what's happening with the Russia thing, right? But like, this is something that you know they kept people in constant fear, and I think, I think for a lot of folks, it's really hard to understand, right? That like, that your government or agencies or people that you think may be on your side, that they would be willing to go that far. You know, there's there was a there was a a, a program. Um, and this just came out in the, in the mid eighties, but there was a program, like I'd never heard of this until I I started looking it up. There was a program called operation Gladio. And I don't know if, I don't know if you ever heard of it. No. Okay. What is that? So, so back in the sixties and seventies, um, Europe, see to us here with like nine 11, right. We didn't really hear about terrorism very much until like 9-11 right you had like oklahoma city bombings before that you had the bombings at the world trade center in the early 90s it was it was really few and far between but places like the middle east and in europe they had a lot of problems with terrorism and in the 60s and 70s you had a lot of bombings um you had a lot of uh people that used to go into supermarkets and stuff like that and just open fire and so it was crazy I mean, you had all these terrorist organizations that were shooting up people and this and that. Well, it came out in the 80s because several people that were involved with that program came out and said, like, these were basically that program, Operation Gladio. And I, again, I tell everyone this, like everything you hear, I say, don't believe me. Look it up yourself. I encourage everyone to question, even myself. But like Operation Gladio was basically a false flag agency. So what they did, this was set up basically after World War II. So Churchill and the Allies back then, they realized that the growing threat was probably going to be Russia, but they understood that unless they had like a force of people that were willing to jump at a moment's notice, that they wouldn't be able to defend Europe and all of its all of the territories. So they placed a lot of sleeper, sleeper cells around Europe. And these sleeper cells... Um, were basically like, you know, arms caches, people that were ready, a lot of soldiers, uh, former World War II soldiers, you know, with different agencies, SAS, MI6, all this stuff, right? But they realized over time that even though Russia was arming up at the time, they didn't have enough to kind of go over the edge, right? 
So one of the things they did, they realized that after the 50s, right, that Russia had a growing nuclear stockpile and they had to have missiles close to Russia just in case. So in places like Sweden or Italy, a lot of these agencies that were part of Gladio, they would go in and shoot up supermarkets, right? They would go threaten all kinds of people. And this was a cover for different companies and agencies to tell Sweden or Italy or different countries like, hey, you guys need more arms. You need to start arming up, right? But like, you need to start taking weapons away from your citizens. You need to start banning guns and this and that, but make the government stronger. You know, Europe's very, uh, has a lot of socialist ties right now, right? They're very socialist. It's really hard to buy arms and everything out there. But they use this as a cover to kind of push this narrative that they were, they called it the strategy of tension, right? That like, you always had to keep things like really tenseful. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to push your agenda. This is the same way that they pushed different countries to start accepting nuclear weapons uh, that would be ready to fire on Russia or whoever in case they needed to. Uh, one thing that doesn't get talked about very much with Ukraine is that we actually have a lot of bases there that you know have either nuclear weapons or um, they have weapons that are kind of pointed towards Russia. Apparently, last week, Russia attacked uh, several nuclear and biological agent factories that we had there that we were working with with the Ukrainians. I don't know. It's kind of unconfirmed, but I wouldn't doubt it. You know, we've got stuff all over the place. So I think one of the crazy things is that, like, why would you think, who would think that your government could do this towards you? Well, the way that, you know, it's sold, it's doesn't it doesn't really happen. But this is something that's very, very possible. You know, we saw that with that in the 80s. All those people that committed those crimes, none of them got arrested. But it came out that they had been doing this for almost 50 years. And they were getting away with it over and over and over again. You know, um, there was a... Uh, there was an operation that came out um, sometime after the Vietnam War. What was it called? It was Operation, I can't remember the name of it, but it was basically, um, it was presented to President Kennedy at the time. And it was basically a false flag attack. And what it said is that the U.S. wanted, at the time, a lot of the generals were pushing to get involved in Cuba. They wanted to go ahead and and basically get our forces in there to kind of push away the Russian influence and take over Cuba once again, right? Because we were there for a long time after the Spanish war, Spanish American war. So there was a, a plan and I, I can't remember the name of it. It'll, it'll come to me, but this plan was basically, and it's, it's actually been declassified so you can read it, but this plan basically allowed false flags to happen on American soil. And they would blame these false flag attacks on Cuban, Cuban operatives or even the Russians. And it would be a precursor to allow us to go into war in Cuba. But they, they talked about bombing airplanes. They talked about attacking civilian centers, all kinds of things that you would think like, there's no way they would do it. Well, it's in black and white. They thought about it and they planned on using it against American citizens. And this is something that is really dangerous that, they would do it. You know, we saw last last week, right, two, the last two, three weeks, that Canada, however peace and loving, has no problem 
calling up emergency war powers in order to stop truckers from doing what they do from blocking the capital like they would go that far so i just uh i just think that everyone should be always weary you know like your government may not, may not always be there for you and for them to like pull the crap they pulled the last couple years and then turn around and say like they want our support for some things like what are really their intentions you know um right. us getting involved in ukraine or whatever on the surface it may seem good right but like what really are our intentions so right. no i hear you yeah i mean it's it's always been the case you know like see the reason i started questioning this years ago was when i started questioning why was it that the war in el salvador happened right because that's where my dad's from and i wanted to know more about it a lot of the things that happened down there were really nasty but it really wasn't as black and white as i thought it was you know even my my grandma and my dad who lived there there's a certain way that like they talk about it but it really wasn't as black and white there was a lot of people involved there a lot of agencies and several countries involved there and i think this is like how hard it is to understand like how does the sausage get made you know like the things we're seeing happening right now you know the way like covid for example played out they put it out there that you know the government's here to save you right but only in the way that they want them to so if you went out there and tried to get natural remedies to help yourself or went a different route right whether you were taking ivermectin or or hydrochloroquine or something like that no 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 that's not the right way that's not the approved government way mm-hmm. but it makes you wonder like why why would you push this narrative if even doctors themselves are questioning you well sometimes their intentions aren't always great so yeah it's it's kind of crazy um everything that's going on right now but covid i think has kind of shown a lot of people blatantly that like this is like this is not what you thought it was and uh you know even still you can go to the market right or go anywhere Right. I don't think you could show them enough data to convince them that it's it wasn't what it was. And yeah, no, I hear you. Crazy. I, I I think I mean there's a lot of people you know bless their hearts they they they're opening their eyes, um, which is always something that I want people to do have their eyes open and not uh, and always question. Um, and I wanted I wanted to ask you since you brought up the um, the um, Kennedy the uh, Kennedy um, special operations. Um, and this is for all you folks out there too. It was called. Um, uh, this is something North, that I've. It was called Northwoods, by the way, Operation North. Northwoods. Northwoods. There yeah. you go, Northwoods. So, since you brought that up, um, and you brought up the whole thing with the uh, infiltration, which I mean, I usually call them moles, and I, I've 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 questioned this for a very long time because I've I've thought you know I've I've had ideas that maybe our government, um, our American government. Um, the Russian government, Ukrainian government, all these governments, they're part of something bigger. Um, something that we don't know of. Because <clears throat> the reason why I question that, and I want all of you out there to, to you know, give, enlighten me with your answers and your questions and whatever you may have. Um, but we see, we've seen this often. We've seen, um, I mean, I've seen this very often. I've seen these moles be, inf- you know, be put in there very, very often. 
Now, keep in mind, I, I haven't lived that long. Um, so I wouldn't be able to tell you what Jesus went through. But I'm not going to lie, Strider. I do believe that even then, when I don't know if you know the story of Jesus, most religious people do. Um, but supposedly, some people believe that his own people incriminated him. Mm-hmm. Now, if you look at that story and you're religious or not, and you believe that story, you look at things like January, what was it, January 6, 20, 2021, right? When um, Trump said something and all of a sudden, they turned his words around and all of a sudden everyone's marching and trying to kill Pelosi and all her, her goons. Right. Mm -hmm. What if, what if there were moles in there, just like there is in every large, uh, you know, um, large, I guess, uh, scandal, right. Cause that was pretty much a, a scandal. That was a big thing because, you know, people just marched into the Capitol. What if they were moles? What if they were moles like the moles during the times of Jesus Christ? What if there were moles like the moles during, you know, the operation, special operations, special ops that you mentioned? Now, I've seen this often. I've seen this. This has been a pattern where I question it. And I noticed that a lot of evil people do it. As a matter of fact, um, I don't know if you know who uh, uh, Charles Manson is. He was a psychopath or considered a psychopath that um, that m- manipulated, you know, young people to do drugs and go ahead and kill everyone because he believed that um, some he believed in something called Helter's Kelter, which was pretty much the war between whites and blacks. But mm-hmm. he did something similar, which isn't exactly the same, but he did something similar, which he where he tried to incriminate um, black folk by writing piggies or piggy piggy or pigs and you know white people this and white people that after um the murders so the reason why i bring this up is because i I really want people to think and question before they jump to conclusions a lot of people hate trump because they think that the narrative that they're being given is the truth but like i said this pattern has been going on for a long time and if i'm right that it's been, you know, even Jesus Christ went through that. Do that like that's that's old school. That's vintage stuff. You know what I mean? That's stuff that we don't even have. We didn't even know what technology was back then. So you don't need technology to fool people. You fool people because people don't think. I mean people think, but people don't want to think for themselves and people don't want to question. And that's what I want people to do. I don't want people to watch CNN and um automatically say, you know, this, this, and that, right? Because right. that's what makes us sheep. And, and I mean, we're all sheep, obviously, but that's what kind of turns us the other way and not see reality like like you do. I mean, you, you know that this whole COVID thing is pretty much uh, pretty much, a, uh, you know, screwing with their brains, because now that everyone's finding out, um, they're turning into a whole nother issue. Right. And they're yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that Putin isn't bad, but. Why, like you said, why is uh, why is everything open opening all of a sudden, and why is Am- Omicron not a thing anymore? And and another thing is uh, during the 2020s and 2021s, I don't know if you noticed, but I mean, flu flu went away, cancer went away, uh, diabetes went away. What else? Uh, other heart things disease. that people were dying heart disease. I mean, people didn't die because they were old, because they were like you know 120 years old. They died because they had COVID. Oh, yeah. So. Where did all these other complications go? 
you know? I don't even remember the last time I heard, you know, come get your free flu shot at Walmart. I don't remember. I think it was back in like, what, 19, 1900 and whatever. It was a long time ago, bro. But the last flu shot that You're I was... Older than I thought. <laughs> right? I don't even remember. Like, the last time I was offered a flu shot was like... I don't even remember, to be honest with you. It's all, you know, yeah, you want your free COVID shot? Like, no, I don't want a damn shot. But, you know... um. So, yeah, I mean, I just tell people, like, to open their eyes. I, I don't know if uh, how much longer this uh, COVID thing is going to go on. I'm guessing not very long because people are waking up uh, to certain things. Um, again, we're not saying that COVID isn't real for all of you who question that. But we are saying that we do question the methods of uh, screwing with our brains to actually fill something, an agenda, a topic, a uh, headline that may not be real. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying question it, folks. And if you question it, like I said, two and two always adds four. Don't let them tell you it adds up to five or six or 20. Two and two equals four. Do the math yourself. Do the math yourself and you'll get the, the right, the right um, answer. Um, man, this exactly. is some interesting stuff, man. Like this whole Ukraine thing. Um, I think, honestly, I think, and God bless their hearts, man. I actually see people out here. Um, where I'm living right now with, you know, uh, stop the war, Ukraine stuff going on. And, you know, that's what makes me, I think the saddest is the people who, who have hope that they're, they, they may be the reason that governments will change their mind. I think that's what makes me sad, bro, because they're not gonna, they don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? If they have an agenda, if they have something going on, you really think that protests or anything like that is going to change your mind? Like, really? A lot of these people that, you know, started the whole um, protest about BLM and stuff, you really think that Joe Biden really cared about all this? Like, you really think that, you know, the elites really saw your signs that said, please stop racism or, you know, let, you know, legalize i don't know legalize abortion or legalize gay marriage you really think they care like that's a question for all of you out there are protests as effective as we all want them or believe that they should be because i believe that you know people should be heard i believe people uh, run this country i don't believe that governments do but i also believe that people are are controlled um, to run the country the way other people want to. That's just me, though. If I'm wrong, ladies and gentlemen, let me know. Uh, like I said, I'm just a baby in this universe, and I don't think I'm ever going to grow up because I still don't know much of anything. So we're all specs in this universe, um, but at least we got each other. So um, uh, I guess uh, we're about to end the show. So anything anything else you got uh, to leave the good folks with, uh, Strider, since you're an intelligent man? Uh, I just I just play one on TV. That's about it. You know, <laughs> um, you know, yeah. Like I said before, you know, like question everything. You know, there's there's a lot of, um, you know, one of the things I will say uh, when it comes to questioning things is try to be open in the sense that um, sometimes the things that you're seeing may not be exactly true. Right. Like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend I know what those people in Ukraine are going through. You know, like, I can't imagine, you know, like, 
someone <clears throat> coming into my neighborhood, you know, like from another country and just like just shooting missiles into like the buildings next door or something like that. Um, I mean, it's got to be terrifying, you know, but I think we got a taste of it with these riots. You know, like I, I live in Orange County and uh, I remember when this thing kicked off, right, the, the BLM riots. I went out there because I heard there was going to be uh, a big get together down in Santa Ana. And I remember driving through there. Uh, there were a lot of people there. And I was like, wow, like, the, you know, this whole George Floyd thing happened in St. Louis. But for some reason, there's a lot of people here. Uh, interestingly enough, most of them were Latinos. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> um, I remember driving through, I think it was McFadden, it was Bristol and McFadden. And I remember driving through like McFadden and seeing on one side of the street, a whole line of cops, man. It was like at least a hundred cops. And on the other side of the street were a bunch of people that looked very agitated, very, very agitated. And, you know, I passed through. I didn't want to get stuck in the middle of that. I went home. I found out that like about an hour later, uh, things went off the rails. People started throwing stuff at the police and all kinds of stuff. And, um, you know, it's interesting, right? Because like on one hand, like people will get out people can people will be pushed to a point regardless of who they are but there's a point where they just can't take it anymore and i think there can be a million reasons for that but when it comes to you know some type of justice i think um it's always interesting and i always recommend people maybe sit back and try to like decipher these things before you you make any decisions you know, like we're seeing a lot of footage come out of Ukraine right now that is not even real. You know, I remember seeing a video that they're like, oh, this is a, a Russian Su-25. It's, it's a uh, it's an attack fighter. And it was like getting blown out of the sky by uh, Ukrainian air defense. But like it didn't look right. And if you're a gamer, like I'm, an, I'm a casual gamer, but I was like, this doesn't look real. And it turns out that footage was actually from a game a simulation called DCS and they were peddling it as something real. So it's sad because like reality is now kind of blending in with, you know, propaganda. And I just, um, I just recommend everyone just maybe sit back and not just jump to conclusions. Like you said earlier, right? Sometimes like what we're being spoon fed with things they're throwing out there is not really what it is. Like whatever's on the surface, you know, maybe like, the the iceberg that the titanic hit right underneath you could have 100 feet more of ice that you didn't even know was there so i just recommend everyone just you know maybe do their research and just uh be willing to look um sometimes not at your always your your favorite channels but looking at other news resources that uh may be a little bit less biased and um, right and yeah you know definitely keep your eyes open and your ears to the ground because um we're seeing a lot of change, a lot of change in, in a, a little bit amount of time. And um, this isn't, you know, new to human nature, right? Like when the French Revolution happened, right? Like this aristocracy, like they hated the commoner. They looked down on them. Well, what happened? The people eventually took over and they beheaded all of the uh, elites at the time, right? That's the extreme. And the elites know that that can happen again, right? I don't, I wouldn't like to see that, but like, 
there's always that balance, right? That like, there's only so much people can take. And uh, the fact that like governments around the world have really played with people's lives and their money and their families and all these other things is, is kind of eye-opening. But, um, you know, I think part of that too is, you know, I think a lot of folks were really quick to fall for a lot of these narratives, you know, like, I, I really hated hearing the president today talk about, you know, unity. And it's like, you pieces of crap, like you <laughs> actively were separating people based on just their medical status, their thoughts. Let's, I don't even want to play that game anymore. You know, um, if we can't even be civilized to talk to each other, then we got a problem. And maybe that's part of their plan. Who knows? But I just recommend everyone just um, be open, open to, uh, willing to discuss and to um, maybe uh, just do a little research and find out if the things that you're being told are even true, because uh, you might be surprised. Um, I know I have over time, um, but yeah, maybe, maybe think before you act. Awesome, man. That's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely agree. Um, I just want to let all you folks out there know that um, I do believe that things are going to get rough. Um, I do believe that, someone or something is pulling our, our chain, pulling our leg, um, if you may. But um, um, this this talk show will always be here for you. Um, I personally find it disrespectful when, when somebody lies in my face. Um, and obviously, you know, we all know, I'm pretty sure you've felt that strider when somebody lies in your face and you know they're lying, mm-hmm. right? Like you look at them and you just want to punch them, right? Like, like that's disrespectful. I know you're lying. I was there. So I think that's what um, a lot of uh, micro groups right now, um, I mean, I don't want to name any names, but a lot of micro groups that are going around right now want us to do is to believe things that um, will make us fight against one another. And I can't stress this enough, man, for all you out there that are in the middle class, that are in the low class, and most of you in the high class, I don't want to say all of you, but most of you, we run, we run this planet, we run it. You can't sit there and expect your governments. You can't expect her and uh, you can't sit there and expect anyone else to, uh, to live your life for you. Um, you have to snap out of it and live it for yourself because if you don't, all you really are is a puppet. And I'm sorry to say it like that, but I refuse to be a puppet. You know, I, I refuse to be, um, we're pretty much living in a, in an age of, of, of slavery. If it hasn't been since humanity started, but we've been living in, um, in slavery and not the way people think of slavery. When you hear the word slavery, I'm not talking about races. And if I am talking about races, I'm talking about the human race. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have to question stuff, man. I always, I always bring it up strider. I mean, when you respect people and you love people, you realize that, um, that, uh, you'll be there for those people, right? Like I, I, I love my, my boy strider. I love all my guests and all of you out there who, want to speak up and um, have a voice. I love y'all too. I mean, I look up to uh, Jesus Christ as a, uh, as an idol. And if he can love people that are literally killing them and still, you know, ask for their forgiveness, I think uh, I can do a little bit of my part as well. That's why, uh, you know, I have Strider here so he can enlighten us with all the information, everything he thinks and all of you out there. I mean, don't feel intimidated. Um, Your voice matters. Your mind matters. Even if people have pushed you down, even if people have called you crazy, 
Maybe the ones that are crazy is the people that called you crazy. Maybe they're just so shut down that they don't want to hear the truth. Maybe they're afraid of the truth. So if you have anything out there, let us know. Um, I do unfortunately have to end the show, but this conversation is definitely not over. I feel like Ukraine is um, being controlled by something else. And sadly, you know, while people are up there laughing, doing their little uh, planning their moves, there's people actually dying in Ukraine. So this conversation is definitely not over. Um, Strider, thank you for coming to the show, man. Hopefully I can have you again on the show um, so we can keep talking about these interesting things. I super duper enjoy it. And it's always an honor to speak with you, buddy. Um, but yeah, I mean, hopefully we can have you back on the, on the next one. Yeah, dude. Yeah, definitely. It's like I say, it's always an honor, man. I, I enjoy talking to you and you know, it's, it's always nice when you can talk to someone that, um, you know, you and I have kind of gone back and forth on this for a while, but you know, sometimes some of these subjects are really hard to talk about with some people, you know, and I think if, if you can't talk, then it's going to make life a lot harder. And so if, if you can put it out there, you actually might be surprised, right? That there are probably other people around you that are thinking the same thing, but they're probably too afraid to talk about it. So it always takes, you know, one person or two people or more just to kind of get that out there. And so um, I'm, I'm really glad we can talk and, you know, hopefully maybe inspire more people to be willing to, to kind of put their, their heart on their sleeve, you know? Right. No, I hear you. And I, I, I want to add to that, man. I want you all to know that I'm not BSing when I say that this show is for everyone. Somebody asked me, cause I, I, I told this to someone about the show and they said, you'd have anyone on there. And I told them, yeah, anyone, anyone who's ever been a human can come to my show, can come to this show. Cause it's not really my show. It's your show. And it's funny because um, I knew she was going to bring up Hitler, right? She was like, what if Hitler wanted to be on your show? Why not? I mean, who am I to stop him to, to, you know, tell, tell his story. Maybe he wants to tell you what his childhood was like. Maybe he like, we, we can't judge people and think that we're God just because they do whatever they do. Right, bro. I will have anyone on the show who wants to talk about anything because even though we do bad things, I've done bad things. Maybe not like, like my Hitler. I've never, I didn't know the guy, but even though we do bad things, Sometimes we have demons, right? That we need people to understand where we come from. And I'm not saying what certain people do is justified, but I'm also not judging them like off the bat, right? Sometimes you need to sit there and, 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 and listen instead of just talking and judging. So I told her, yeah, I mean, why not? Who am I to judge? I'm not God. God is the one that judges. I'm the one that, you know, asks people to come and talk. That's my job. <laughs> my job is to hear you. God's job is to judge whoever he's going to judge, which is pretty much all of us, right? Mm -hmm. um, she was kind of surprised. And, you know, she was like, oh, man, I never thought you'd say yes. And I told her, I mean, it's a talk show, buddy. I mean, why would I, why would I say no? I don't care who you are. It's like that, uh, who's saying that? I think it was like the Backstreet Boys or something. I don't care who you are or where you're from. Dude, I heard that all through high school. So don't judge me. I heard, you know, all the fangirls having crushes on these, uh, uh, boy band so i've already judged i heard man. it's too late for that stuck with me <laughs> it's stuck with me but anyway that's a whole nother story if you guys want to talk about backstreet boys be my guest i don't care but let me know and then we'll have you on the show and uh yeah i mean from all of us here in the first amendment talk show 
Strider, thank you again, buddy. It's always a pleasure. Um, and I wanted to actually bring up before we leave, um, check out uh, my buddy Strider's magazine, Spectrum Magazine with a K. Um, it's about, uh, you know, the cool things that he's seen around the world. And it's about people. It's about the real human experience. So check it out. Again, it's Spectrum Magazine. Um, he's on Facebook. He's on Twitter. He's on all kinds of stuff. Just look it up on Google. I know most of you out there know how to use Google. Don't lie. So, uh, you know, look him up. It's Facebook, um, Spectrum Magazine. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's all pretty much, uh, pretty much all we have for now, but again, we'll be back with a lot more goodies for you and I hope to chat with you all soon. Take care out there and God bless.